live and local. This is the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Open for the end zone. It's a Saints touchdown. Streaming live on 1037 The Game mobile app and online at 1037thegame.com. This is the Jordy Holtberg Show. Hey, baby! We're going to be here all day! Call us up at 337-706-0111. I like this kind of party! Now, here's your host, Jordy Holtberg. All right, it's actually your boy, Brad Boyd, today back in the studio at 1037, at the game 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Glad to be back as always, James. Thanks for you and uh, RP3 for reaching out. Uh, really appreciate it. Love coming on the show. Love talking sports. Uh, love seeing you guys, man, that are dedicated to uh, just sports in general and um, you know sports in the area as well as sports on a national level too. So it's always fun to come back and, and hang with you guys for a couple hours. So I appreciate it very much. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Glad to see you again. Yep, as always, James, you do a great job, man. Always good to see your uh, – Fresh face as I, as I was laughing right before we came on because RP three hit you with the you know the Celtics uh, jab and yeah, you know, yeah. and then you're down a little <laughs> bit. This guy's a huge Celtics fan. Not many Celtics fans in Louisiana, but uh, when you see one, you know they're real about the Celtics when they express how they feel. And you know we just said it was just a just game one, man. Jimmy Butler got a lot of motivation, you know. But we'll get into some of that a little later uh, on in the show. Uh, I'm your host today, Brad Boyd. I appreciate it. Like I said. Uh, the game 1037 reaching out. Uh, I guess Jordy was out today. Uh, Jordy, I appreciate you being out. Hope you're literally not sick or anything like that. No, uh, it's uh, it's his daughter's graduation. Oh, today. Well, congratulations, Jordy, to you and your daughter. Uh, and best of uh, best of luck along the way. I know they're pretty good volleyball players. I've seen some of his stuff on uh, on social media that they were some volleyball players. So um, maybe uh, a, a future in volleyball in college or something like that. But congrats on the graduation, Jordy, and uh, glad you're out because I'm here and I appreciate it. A um, little bit to talk about, man. Got some stuff coming up. It's going. It's it's a hot summer, literally, and physically, uh, for Brad Boyd and Brad Boyd basketball camps. Uh, it is it has turned up a little notch, man. The humidity is high, uh, the temperature is rising, um, and it's uh, from here from my car to the building right here. I already broke a little back sweat. That's the worst. I hate it now. Now that I'm not a competitor or uh, uh, don't work out on a daily basis, I hate to sweat, and uh, it, it catches you right as you get outside the car. Uh, but just to go over real quick, man, all your basketball needs all summer, man. Brad Boyd Basketball Camps, Shoot the Rock Basketball Camp Series. A uh, little rundown, man. It's the first one's going to start up June 6th through 9th. All these camps are at the Youngsville Sports Complex in beautiful Youngsville, Louisiana. So like we said, first camp, June 6th through 9th. Uh, then we take off a week. Then we come back June 20th through the 23rd. Uh, then we take off a couple weeks, a little vacation, a little 4th of July. We come back on July 11th through the 14th, which is the regular camps. Those three dates are all regular camps. And July 11th through the 13th in the afternoon, 1.30 to 3.30 p.m., you have the Brad Boyd Shooting Specifics Camp. Uh, I really love the Shooting Specifics Camp. It's a, it, it shows who the real dedicated uh, basketball kids are in the area, the kids that are uh, – uh, desiring to just learn more and become a better shooter, a better basketball player. Uh, our basketball camps, our regular camps are great. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I like to uh, interact with the kids and just just make it fun, as well as 
teaching them some fundamental things um, that you need to learn off starting off as a basketball player. Um, you know, that's kind of the differences uh, in the shooting camp and the regular camp. Regular camp has competitions. You compete five on five, uh, individual games, do a bunch of drills, get to interact with a bunch of different coaches on those different sets of drills. And the shooting specifics camp is more guided toward get a bunch of shots up every day, uh, uh, shooting form, uh, uh, form shooting, off the dribble shooting, catch and shoot, footwork, uh, on your shooting um, uh, and, and the technique of using your legs and following through and just those good things that come along with becoming a good shooter. It's an art to it, and I say it all the time. You know, you got physical players and you got defensive players and you got offensive players, and uh, if you're a shooter, you're new, and it's an art form uh, uh, to shooting. It's a, it's, a, it's a constantly doing the same thing over and over and over again to you perfect. It doesn't matter how you shoot, really, or, or, or your form to get your shot up, but it's all in the follow-through it's all in the explosive in the legs and the uh, using that uh, to jump shoot. We've got to get, trying to get a lot of kids to start off at an early age. As soon as they get strong enough uh, inside the arc to jump shoot, uh, uh, get out of shoot, shoot, shooting set shots. Um, uh, but set shots are good, too. You get a couple of those. Uh, if you're a good player, it's hard to get a wide-open set shot. Somebody's always guarding you. Uh, so you got to have to work on those counter moves, those shot fakes, and then get into your shot that you've uh, hopefully been working on all summer at Brad Boyd Basketball Camps uh, and bradboydbasketball.com. Man, we got a great lineup today, James. A bunch of basketball minds coming in uh, throughout the show. Uh, three guests, matter of fact. Uh, two o'clock hour, we'll run in with uh, Coach Bobby Champagne. Uh, well known in this area. A lot of people don't know this, but uh, Coach Champagne was the guy that signed me to go to UL. He recruited me uh, the whole way through my high school um, at St. Thomas More, who's he's actually a former St. Thomas More player himself. Um, he actually played at South Alabama, uh, coincidentally in the Sun Belt Conference, like the Cajuns. But at this time, he was coaching at the Cajuns uh, around 97, 98, 99, uh, 98, 99, 2000. And he recruited me hard. He, I always loved Coach Champagne, how he recruited me. He always sent me stuff with, I was already in the Cajun uniform. Like where my, my image was already in the Cajun uniform. Uh, he always had great things to say, just a confidence. Uh, confidence booster uh, Coach Champagne was. And, and I wasn't even on his team yet. I was still in high school, but he always motivated me uh, to, to, to keep playing, to play hard, and uh, to play the right way. So that's to be our first guest, Coach Bobby Champagne, who is uh, now the Director of Operations at the University of Houston. Uh, it's going to be great to chat it up with him uh, and get to see how that season. They had a great season this year. Uh, I know they're going to do continue to do great things at, at Houston over there. You got Kelvin Sampson, you got Hollis Price, you got Quantus White. That's one heck of a staff. Uh, Kelvin Sampson's son's actually on the staff too. He's one hell of a coach. Uh, and you got Bobby Champagne, man, who always been a winner. All the teams he's been around from AAU ball to uh, uh, St. Thomas More, they all always uh, good winning teams. Um, and then our uh, next guest, and I guess in the second hour, in the three o'clock hour is going to be my former coach as well, uh, Danny Broussard, which is always fun to talk to Danny. Danny has a bunch of camps coming on, uh, coming up this summer as well. Kind of got the uh, the blueprint from Coach Danny to, man, uh, you know, basketball camps are fun and kids. And, uh, you know, he showed me a lot about not only the game of basketball, but how to run uh, basketball camps and operate and stuff like that. So I definitely appreciate him. Going to be fun to talk to him. He had another great year hit this year. Uh, came up a little short in the state finals. Uh, that's kind of like the uh, – MO for St. Thomas More basketball now. You're going to make the state finals uh, and, and winning it. Uh, not disrespecting any of the teams, but not winning it is just a, a little bit of, of, a, of a letdown for everybody in, in, in the St. Thomas More family because 
the standard is set so high and the, uh, the type of basketball played is always at a high level. Um, and then we're going to round off uh, one more guest in that second hour. Uh, we're going to round off with a good friend of ours, uh, Amber Gregg and Kiki Veal. I think it'll just Amber will be on, but they're going to be talking about uh, 94 feet, which is an a individual training facility that they opened up uh, uh, for basketball youth and old. And uh, they're doing great things, man. I love – I called Amber early today, asked if she wanted to – and she said absolutely. And I said, look, we, we, we want to show people love in the community, uh, in, in the area that are doing good things and doing great things. And Amber and Kiki over there at 94 feet – uh, they got they get the kids in there and out in and out and uh, work with them on a daily basis. You're talking about two former uh, college basketball point guards and uh, uh, Amber's a former college coach. Kiki Veal coaches in high school, so you're getting a great uh, hands-on experience uh, when you attend 94 feet. And we'll let her and uh, we'll let her, we'll let Amber explain a little more about what they do when the time comes. But three great guests today, a bunch of basketball minds. It's going to be interesting to pick their brains too, James, about uh, you know NBA playoffs or uh, you know, anything. The NFL draft just happened. You know, that was a good thing. The NBA draft's coming up. Um, the lottery just happened yesterday. The lottery just happened or, yesterday. Or Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, got a, got a, uh, one of my best friends. He's in town right now, Michael Southall. Got to give him a shout-out. Uh, he's got a, a, a kid that's from his hometown. He played at the University of Wisconsin. And uh, he's a projected lottery pick. I think it's uh, Davis. Uh, I think his dad was Mark Davis. I can't think of the kid's name right now. Uh, but it, he's picked, pro, projected anywhere from like seven, eight, nine, and uh, we were joking. We we're joking yesterday. I talked to Mike, and uh, he said, "Man, I'll go beat that kid one on one right now." And he and he's a projected, uh, he's a projected lottery pick. But uh, Southall still six eleven, two hundred sixty pounds, in great shape. Uh, still plays a little ball from time to time. But uh, it was good to uh, talk with him. He'll be down here today. Uh, his son graduates from Southside High School, so he's going to attend the graduation. Uh, so it's just a great time for uh, the Southall family. Uh, to be in attendance, got to, got uh, his dad's coming down. Love seeing Big Ben. Uh, his dad was always a great person, always really nice. Uh, you know, we're not gonna borrow your car this time, Mr. Ben. We appreciate you letting us borrow your car over the years back in uh, the early 2000s. Uh, but uh, you know, good people, and uh, it was good to talk to those guys. You know, guys you play with, James, you haven't seen in a while, haven't talked to in a while. Man, it's just something. As soon as you uh, see him or talk to him again, it just brings back all the memories, and it, it, it makes you feel good. You know. I actually do have the perfect example for that because I remember I played my first couple of years. It was at CSA, and I, I had a buddy of mine. His name was Braylon, and I hadn't seen him after. So we we had met up, and it turns out like we were both working at Hobby Lobby at the time. And I was like, well, "You look familiar." Oh man! I was like, "Is, is your well, name?" What age was the CSA age? Were we talking? We we were we nine, were ten. 10 we were ten years old. So now this is what. Ten years later, yeah, it's uh, when we were, we were both twenty-one. Wow, eleven years later, wow. And, and I, or yeah, tw- old twenty at the time. I was like, "Are, are you Braylon?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Do you remember me from a like CSA basketball? We were, we were on the Celtics. CSA Celtics. That's CSA what I was, Celtics. Yeah. <laughs> And he was like, "Yeah." And like we had just met up, and it, it, it was cool to uh, see him because I, I was wondering. I I remember like That's the awesome. last couple of years, I was like. Man, I wonder what Braylon's doing. That's awesome. Were you and Braylon like the one-two? Were you, uh, you know, were you like uh, Shaq and Kobe, or uh, uh, was it more guard and guard? Or I know when you're ten, everybody's about the same size, you know. Uh, I, I was definitely more the guard. I didn't start like my growth spur until sophomore year of high school. Yeah. So I, I was about four, four eight, four nine, maybe. 
Man, uh, speaking of uh, youth basketball and stuff like that, I want to definitely shout out Katiana Biddy Basketball. They're about to start off their summer league. Uh, my wife Blair runs our summer league with her sister Ashley and brother Bo. Uh, you can register for that as well at AcadianaStars.com. Click on the summer league link. It's a great pre um, four week session to the actual real season of Acadiana Biddy. So if you're new to basketball or next year you're going to be new to joining Acadiana Biddy Basketball regular league, uh, you want to definitely come to the summer league. It definitely, you, you get to come to the, the venue that we run the regular league out. Uh, you get to see, uh, interact, the, the noise. I, I, I tell this to people all the time young kids coming into basketball that, that are new, the gym is loud. The gym is always something, uh, people screaming or hollering, whistles blowing. So it's just good to come get used to those sounds uh, and, and get a good feel uh, for what the actual season's going to be like. It's a great summer league. My wife and sister-in-law and brother-in-law came up with a great concept uh, that, you know, they, the kids come each week for four weeks, uh, once a week for about an hour and a half each session. And we start them off with some skills and drills just to get them back acquainted with the basketball since the season ended uh, in March for all their school teams and stuff like that. Um, and then we let them play pickup uh, the last 30, 40 minutes uh, of each session where they kind of get accustomed to each other. They do that for like two weeks. And then the third week, uh, we put them on these individual teams. They do, do The drills are a little less and the playing is a little more. So week three and four, uh, they get, they'll get to play uh, uh, more games. Pickup kids love pickup games. They love five on five. But we can't just let them go in the gym and just play pickup all the time. You have to, uh, you have to show them some structure and some skills and drills and uh, get them acquainted to how to play pickup. Once they can kind of figure that out and we feel like we've taught them a little something, then they get right to it and they love the five-on-five action. Uh, all of this will be hosted uh, at the Youngsville Sports Complex. You haven't got a chance to get out to Youngsville. Um, you know, the traffic's a little so-so right now because they're still constructing a lot of stuff, and, but it's beautiful that way. The complex is beautiful, um, uh, and it's just a good place uh, to host basketball uh, events. Uh, tournaments or whatnot. We're going to take a quick timeout. We'll be right back uh, on the game 1037. He's been a star on the hardwood and in the broadcast chair. So what's the secret to the Blonde Bomber's success? Easy. Taking time to work on his tan. You look marvelous. Back to more of the tanned and talented Jordy Holtberg on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Want to see the Astros in person? Then listen up. The game 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles wants to hook you up with our latest Astros weekend getaway. Houston takes on the Chicago White Sox Saturday, June 18th, and you can be there. Register in the game clubhouse at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com to score four tickets, a tour of Minute Maid Park, and hotel accommodations that Saturday night. Astros Weekend Getaways are powered by Butcher AC, La Meridian, Houston, Downtown, and the game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. All right, and we're back live in the studio with the game 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Man, glad to be back uh, once again over here chatting it up, talking a little sports, a little summer action. Uh, we're going to bring in our first guest. I'm excited to talk to my former coach. Uh, uh, at the University of Louisiana, uh, now doing some new things uh, in his career. Uh, Coach Champ, as I, we like to call him, Coach Champ, you doing all right or what? Are you on the line? 
Yeah, man, I'm doing good. How you doing? <laughs> man, I'm doing great, Coach Bobby. It's good to uh, – we talked a little bit about you earlier, but I wanted to have you on. I know uh, uh, you've, you've uh, moved, moved now a little, uh, little further west, uh, the University of Houston, uh, that you are now the director of operations. Uh, how was your first year uh, rubbing elbows again with your former uh, uh, partner or former guy that you used to work with back in the day, uh, Kelvin Sampson? How did that go? How did that come about, oh, Coach Champagne? I'd like to know, how did that all come about? It uh, came about, you know, 19-whatever that was, 1991, that I set South Alabama and got hooked up with him at Washington State. Worked for him for six years and then um, uh, left there to go, go back home to, to the Raging Cajuns. Um, but, but during that time, from whatever that was, what, 90, 97? Uh, to 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 this year, uh, always uh, stayed in touch with him. Had a good relationship with him. He always helped me along my uh, path, career. You know, whatever job, whatever job I got, um, whether it be at Georgia State or UTEP or North Alabama, those he he was instrumental in helping me get those. So, um, yeah, I'd taken a high school job in Alabama. Was um, uh, doing doing a little all state insurance and and coaching and teaching uh, high school basketball. It had started just started that August, and uh, uh, the about third week of September, I got a call in the middle of one of my classes from coach, and he said his ops guy had taken a job in the NBA, and he was offering me the job and needed to know uh, by three o'clock that afternoon. Needed me to talk, <laughs> gave you a little talk, time, huh? Talk. Oh, he gave me plenty of time to talk to Anna, Anna, and uh, make sure she was good with it. And you know, she was good with it. As soon as I called her and said, "Coach, it offered me a job," she wanted to know if I was needed her to pack my bag. That's so then awesome. When I got home from school, that I could leave that night. So, that, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, you always got to check in with yeah, the boss so lady, man, good. and she's a good it's one good. for sure. Miss Anna was was always been a, a a great lady that supported wherever you at, and that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but uh, this year has been great, man. You know, went to the Elite Eight, a jump shot or two away from uh, getting to the Final Four. Right, right. You know, won the won the uh, American Conference uh, tournament title, regular season title. Just, uh, just a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, I hit the ground running. I got here um, first week of October, and they were already three or four days into practice, and um, you know. About a week after I got here, we were scrimmaging Texas, so uh, it was it was fast. Didn't get a chance to slow down until until we got done in the Elite Eight. Um, but yeah, it's that's been, awesome. Been a lot of fun and, Man, that, and good to good to be back. Yeah, you jump back in, back and, in you, and you take a little ride to the Elite Eight. That's great. NCAA tournament. and So, look, let's take it back a little bit, Coach Bobby. Let's say, were mm-hmm. you still coaching AAU uh, when Hollis and Qantas were playing AAU, or had you moved on already? No, I had moved on because um, um, I would have been I would have been in Louisiana Lafayette um, because um, – yeah, they came out with ninety seven, I think Hollis ninety eight, maybe Hollis and Qu- and we're talking speaking Hollis. on Hollis Price and Qantas White, who are actually assistant yeah, coaches. Yeah, so, at, so both both uh, of them are assistant assistants on the staff. So they they um, uh, Jason Ravidu was the assistant at Oklahoma that recruited Hollis uh, to Oklahoma, and then Rab got the job at UTEP, um, and that's who I went to work for at UTEP. So it would have I would have been I would have either been. Um, 
at Louisiana or at Georgia State when uh, I was at Georgia State when that Oklahoma team went to the Final Four with right. Hollis and Quantas in the backcourt. So, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, that was that was about oh yeah. one. You uh, you had signed me in two thousand. Uh, recruited me hard, and then yeah. uh, I think I think we I got one year uh, one year with Coach. Yeah. You know what I remember the most about yeah. you at practice, coaches. Uh, I love when we broke down. I think it was half court sets or whatnot, and you know you, you'd run a set, and then we huddle back at half court up. You know, with you basically was the guy that was always doing it, and you draw up a. I, I, I don't know how you do. It. I do that. I I took that with me now when I coach, and I love hitting with the timeout and just drawing up something real quick. Uh, maybe not even something that we practice over, but you always had yeah. a little screen the screener, a little. Something and I loved it because you know a lot of times you I was a freshman and you were trying to get me in the mix and you know you kind of would do live you know, I mean, I I'll never forget that day that uh uh old Jared Evans man he elbowed me caught me with a cheap shot man I was you know kind of tearing up and you brought me on the side you know you know those guys were three four years older than us and you yeah. brought me to say he said Cody he said Brad next time anybody does that you punch them square in the nose and you were dead <laughs> you were dead serious uh, and it kind of made me uh, perk up a little bit and, and and get some confidence back I spoke on that earlier. Uh, how you just recruited me through high school, and you always had good things to tell me. And uh, I wanted to—I was—I was going to tell that story, but I said, like, "Well, I'll wait for him to get on." Uh, my last yeah. shot of my uh, high school career—you were at the game, uh, missed the three-pointer to uh, go to the top twenty-eight in uh, two thousand against yeah. Ellender. And I was—I was so bummed out. Like I was—I felt I let everybody down. I just—you know—one of those things that you know when you're a ball player, you understand. And you—you uh, you waited for me on the backside of the building as I walked out and. You know, you told me some things then. I was like, man, I was that was I, I, I'd already committed to UL. I was already going to UL because uh, of the work that uh, y'all had did the year before with Lonnie Thomas and all those guys for going to that tournament. And yeah. I just like the swag, yeah. everything about UL. I mean, the, being staying home and uh, but I was speaking on that earlier. How you just you instilled a lot of confidence uh, in me along the way, and especially when I, at, at one of my lowest moments of missing that shot and losing the game and. You know, you, you you said, Brad, you had 25 points. I said, I know I wanted 28, though, you know, and, uh, you know, and so but it was just great to. And, and when James called me today, they called me a uh, matter of fact yesterday to come on the show. And then uh, it always slips my mind. They say, you got any guests? You got any guests? And I was like, well, I'm calling Coach Champ, man. I haven't, you know, really got yeah. to speak and spoke, speak with you uh, a, a lot over the years. Every once in a while, I shoot you a text and you always, you know, same thing. Just a, a good text back would, you know, just keep it up and keep moving and, um, you know. So it's just great to hear from you, great to talk to you. I want to ask you this too, Coach. So you started back at UL Lafayette, or University of Louisiana, uh, 97. Who was your first guy uh, to recruit, or who was the first one that – I know you probably jumped in and recruited a bunch of guys, but who was the first one to sign, uh, if you can remember back then? Was it a Blaine Horman? Was it uh, 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 Lonnie Thomas? Which guy was it that you went after and you got uh, when you first got here? To be honest, I believe you were the first guy that, you know – and you know me doing the the recruiting from start to finish um that first year uh coach lee and and i we were all kind of tag teaming gotcha um you know with blaine and lonnie and reggie de gray you know reggie's here in houston um uh, tyrone foster was there when i first got there oh yeah and Tyrone's living here in, in uh, Houston, and Tyrone's at o- Oklahoma, and I was at Oklahoma. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, you know, David Patrick, all those guys. Billy Jones, uh, Billy Jones we, in Houston too. I know you Billy talked to Billy uh, recently. Yeah. Billy Jones is here in Houston as well. How how um, did Coach Gannon get those guys that ripped? When I when I came to you, <laughs> I laugh all the time. I hated the weight room. I was uh, I came when I got to UL. All those guys you just named: Reggie, Lonnie, Billy Jones, Shea Whiting. I mean. They were like Shea Whiting was, was one of the first ones that I recruited to. Yeah. Shea was an unbelievable yeah. player, man. They were all like just you know professional wrestlers. Like they were so ripped up, and I was like, <laughs> these guys on the basketball team. And I'll never forget. I tell the story, people laugh. Our first week of practice, first couple of days, you probably remember this as well. They stole our shorts, me, Larry, and Antoine's. They stole our shorts, and we literally had to start practice in our tights. And and yeah. and Coach Evans just rolled with it. And I was like, "What? We're not gonna we're not gonna say anything like." And he was like, "Nope, you know, y'all the freshmen, and we just had to we had to take that uh, you know, whatever Reggie and Lonnie they pretty much you know as you know it they ran the team. Whatever those guys said was uh <laughs> was gold, and uh you know they uh you know they just set the precedence of hard work, and they carried a. Uh, those guys that we mentioned, they carried a little swagger with them, and uh, you know the they were all about UL and the Raging Cajuns, and that's I think that's what that's what fueled me and Antoine and Larita, you know, to just keep pushing and working hard to get our shot, and yeah. eventually we did, you know. And, Antoine and Larita, that's that's good. That's a good uh, Reed Bridges. Antoine Landry, that's a good signing class, man. That was a good. I won a lot of games. Yeah, we won uh, that that last uh, year. Those last two years, we got a lot of playing time, and those guys, you know, Larry and Antoine, th- those two kids right there. I say kids, we're all the same age now, but they were some of the hardest working busting the door down at Blackham at two in the morning, uh, always in Bourgeois Hall, and and it and it and it worked out. Antoine always was working on his shot. Larry the same. Um, uh, you ever spoke with Blaine lately? I got a chance to see Blaine about two weeks ago at the AAU tournament. Uh, he walked in the gym. I, I started hollering from my bench, Blaine Harmon, <laughs> just to kind of embarrass him a little bit. I ain't seen Blaine in so long. Him and him and Kyle Davis walked in the gym uh, uh, out of Opelousas, and uh, just instantly I just was telling my guy James is hosting the show with us today that, and I'm sure it's the same way when you got drove back up at the University of Houston and actually got to see Coach Sampson. Uh, you know, yeah. those all those memories come right back and the stories and. Uh, that just proves, Coach, that you've been doing one heck of a job wherever you at or whatever you're doing for a guy like Kelvin Sampson to always, you know, have your back or to think of you when, you know, because you got to think so many people probably hit up those coaches like that to get jobs, to get them in the system, to, you know, but he, he reached back out to you to come over and, uh, you know, maybe remind him sometimes I might be that lucky charm, man. Next year you might make that Final Four <laughs> run again, get a title, you know, and uh, I'm just happy to see you back, Coach, and I know you. And that's your passion, and that. I, I, you were great at selling insurance. I have no doubt about that, but uh, no doubt because you just a uh, you know you're a people person. And you can relate uh, to anybody that walks in the gym or walks in the office, and always always really respected that about you. Yeah, Coach, Coach Sampson's the, the best man, and you look at his staff. Um, you know, his son Kellen, uh, Qantas and Hollis. We talked about uh, Casey Beard's been with him for eight years. Um, but also had a relationship with him when he was in the NBA. Uh, Bilal Batley uh, was a manager for him at Oklahoma and, and a graduate assistant for him at Indiana. So everybody on the staff uh, has, you know, uh, Cole Rabideau is a graduate assistant. Uh, his dad was uh, his assistant for like nine years. So everybody on the staff has some kind of ties to him. Uh, his daughter, Lauren, is on the staff as well. So, uh, it, it's a family, and uh, yeah, I, I had a great chance to catch up with uh, Reggie. The great came by the office one day, and we, we talked for a long time. Brett Smith 
um, came into town for a week weekend. Oh, love Brett and, Smith. And, uh, Ooh, who said who said who said harder? Coach Champagne. Who said harder screens? Brett Smith or Reggie DeGray? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Chasing, chasing Blaine Horman around screens. Y'all telling me I can't play no defense. Y'all come out there and chase Blaine Horman around Red, Brett Smith screens. Man, that was yeah, oof. Brett, Brett set a screen on Shea Whiting one day, and Shea uh, remembered it for the next day. Oh. He caught him coming out of, uh, <laughs> coming out of the, the uh, housing you know, uh, with the early morning. You know, yeah, that was funny. you can look at those things or ups and downs or whatever took place amongst those uh, teams that we had at UL, but that also made up those teams. That made those guys really, uh, man, it was, it was, a practice was, you know, going back and forth, you know, when you had 10, 12 guys that could literally all be in the uh, starting lineups at any time. Me and Robert Jupiter were talking about that the other day, and, and I said, yeah. Jupe, even when you got hurt, Jupe, you came back. And yeah, they put you on the you know the practice squad, and he was. But man, he was Duke was hard to guard, and he just you know, yep. and and then, and then years when you had a couple guys sitting out for eligibility rides like <laughs> Orion Green and Tyrus Wade, South Hall. That was the second group, and and Coach Evans would you know he would get mad at us from time to time. It's the second group. I said these guys are better than anybody we're going to play this year, you know. So uh, practice yep. was always fun, and, and like I said, that memory of you just drawing up those sets at half court and. Uh, just having a new and coming with a new and you do this screen this and then watch the slip and you know I catch myself at times you know I I, I try to do I, I'm trying to do it right now with some fifth graders I got to get a little more patience I have a really really good uh, fifth grade select team or AAU team whatever you want to call it and uh, we just won AAU state this past weekend and got some good really deal. really good little kids over the next you know these kids are uh, 11 now so five six more years hopefully some of them will get into the recruiting process and you know, they all want to. You ask them right now. They all want to go D one. They all want to play basketball in college. And yeah. Keep telling them it's extremely hard, and you got to keep working. And you know, same things you told me, coach. It's your grades and get your grades. Make sure you graduate. Yep. Yep. And, uh, don't let basketball yep. use you. You got to use basketball. You know, all those things that's that um, you told me probably that's twenty years ago. I still remember those things. You know, uh, how's everybody, man? I know you had a son that just graduated. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, Charlie, Charlie Mould, this is uh, he's playing at uh, Christian Brothers in uh, Memphis. Wow, that's awesome! Um, <laughs> but this, is, this is his second year, and then uh, uh, my, my my next son Will is um, at Auburn going to school, and then my third son will graduate next week, and he's going to go to Auburn as well. Man, that's and great! And my daughter, my daughter is a sophomore in high school, so everybody's doing good. You know, yeah. it's a little bit tough. I'm here in Houston uh, by myself and two kids in college and another two kids and my wife in, in uh, Alabama uh, doing that. But I, I got to get home for Christmas and got back to Maurice uh, a couple days. And um, I'll get to go home next, uh, back to Alabama next week to uh, for graduation. So it's, it's all part of it, man. It's uh, it's part of the journey, um, trying to um, do, do good things. And, and it, it is. It's all about the relationships. All those names that you and I just talked about uh, are all guys that won one of my stops along the way. Um, there's there's three guys uh, that played for me at North Alabama that live here in Houston that I get a chance to reconnect with. and um, You know, we hit the road and we'll go to Tulsa and there'll be two or three guys who played for Coach and at Oklahoma or wherever. And that's what it's all about is uh, – is the relationships you make along the way, um, and and just trying to to uh, contribute to their lives and seeing what's happening as they all get older. But, you know, like uh, with Coach Broussard, man. I mean, it's uh, 1985 is when I graduated, 
uh, and he's been doing it that long. But, uh, you know, I, I talk to him every couple of weeks just checking in and see what's happening. Oh, yeah. So it's it's a, all, all about those relationships. All about it. All about it. Well, listen, Coach Hamp, I wanted to, uh, you know, anytime you're passing through on I-10 and you swing in and yep. Lafayette, uh, you know, I've made a little bit of money for myself now, Coach Champ. I could buy you lunch now. You know, uh, I could take you to Old Time Grocery like you used to do Old us. Old Time and, uh, Grocery would be, be a good one. Judy Sin would be a good one. Next time you pass through, Coach, you definitely uh, text me or call me, and we'll go sit down, and we'll call Coach Danny as well. Maybe we'll go grab a quick burger or uh, a po' boy from Old Time Grocery. I can't thank you enough, man, for coming on the show today. Uh, we we got to head into a little timeout. I appreciate it. Uh, make sure you tell Coach Sampson I said hello uh, tell yep. Qantas and Hollis that uh, you know you got a shooter that's a little bit better than them, and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know and but I knew that I knew when you got there, man, you knew those guys already. I knew it was going to be an instant hit off, and uh, you know they 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 respect you because they knew you in the game, you know, long before they got there. And I just expect a lot of good things. I know coming from uh, uh, Houston, Houston basketball over the next couple of years, man. So appreciate you coming on the show, Coach. Very much. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, tell the family and everybody I said hello and uh, be safe yes, and. Sir pass through just give me a call we'll get a bite to eat sounds good man thanks all right no problem that was coach bobby champagne director of ops at the university of houston under kelvin sampson uh we're going to take a quick timeout. we'll be back on the game 1037 lafayette and 1041 lake charles southwest louisiana's sports station they say shooters shoot he's a man who shoots from the hip and a man who's hip when he shoots and no one shoots more from the hip when it comes to sports talk than the Blonde Bomber. Back to more of the Jordy Holberg Show on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. The game 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles wants to hook you up with tickets to a special sneak peek of Top Gun Maverick. That's right. You can see it before anyone else by simply texting Top Gun to 68683. That's Top Gun, T-O-P-G-U-N to 68683 to score a pair of tickets for a, sne- for a special sneak peek May 26th at the Celebrity Theater in Broussard. It's the Top Gun sneak peek brought to you by Big Boy Toys in the game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. All right, thank you, James, man. It's back in the studio. The game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Man, that was good to hear from my former coach. Uh, when he started recruiting me, man, I, it, was, it wasn't a hard decision. I knew I wanted to go to UL. I wanted to stay local, and uh, he just made it real, uh, real easy transition to uh, sign those papers. I, 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 I was recruited by a bunch of schools from Florida all the way to California, and uh, had a really good teammate on my team at the, at the time at St. Thomas More, Brandon Mouton, who was a, a high school All-American. He was he was unbelievable. So uh, when guys would come watch him play, they got to see me play as well. And uh, it was a, the 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 recruiting process. Um, um, if you happen to be lucky enough to become a Division One player, uh, it's really fun, man. It's it's uh, to get to hear and talk to the you know coaches that you see on TV and you know or coaches you heard of, and they get to call in your house and. Uh, I'm sure it's way different now with all the Instagram and Twitter, and uh, we just had the phone. You're not even, not even. I think my first cell phone I got when I was probably a senior in high school, maybe. Um, but uh, you know, they had to call your house and talk to your mom and dad and get you on the phone. And uh, Coach Champagne, my mom and dad love Coach Champagne, the Champagne family. Uh, they did a lot for us uh, with basketball uh, coming out of high school. Uh, 
you know, uh, we're going to jump right in, talk a little bit about uh, NBA playoffs again last night and the night before. Uh, you know, we'll talk about uh, let's ch- let's talk about uh, the Heat and Boston game uh, as we were kind of kind of rubbing it in on you, James. Not not much, but it just was kind of you know when you're the when there's three people and you're the one guy they're on, it's kind of it's kind of easy to jump in. on I was there. gonna say when you're the odd man out, when you're the odd man <laughs> out, and uh, you know I've been a LeBron fan for years, and uh, you know now that he's with the Lakers, you know we like the Lakers as well because he was he was LeBron, and uh, but him not making the playoffs and. Uh, just watching all the other teams is, is it's and we we watch all the teams all the time, but not having a dog in the hunt, I should say, uh, it's good to see all the fans going back and forth, uh, you know, uh, and and the motivation we spoke on it earlier. The motivation of Jimmy Butler uh, uh, right now is I think it's at an all time high. Uh, we we were talking about uh, the last series, the, maybe the best quote. Or the best snippet of the year is when Jimmy Butler is walking off the uh, of the floor after winning the series against Philadelphia, and everybody, if you unless you're under a rock, he states, uh, "Tobias Harris over me," and some <laughs> other, and a, other few choice words. And if you don't follow that or don't know what we're talking about, they Philadelphia chose to let uh, Jimmy go uh, for whatever reasons and bring in Tobias Harris. I think Tobias Harris even signed a max contract. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty close to, to you know uh, I mean uh, maybe twenty million a year or something like that. Uh, it's pretty high. Uh, for not too many people, unless you really really follow the NBA, know who Tobias Harris is. But he's a good player. But he's not Jimmy Butler, as Jimmy showed in the first round of that series, second round of that series, second round of the Eastern Conference, and uh, you know now he's on to the uh, no, that was the third round. Was that the second round? No, it's eight. So that was the second round. Now he's in the third round of the conference finals. Uh, but that quote right there, and and, he's, and look, he started off game one. What were the stats, James? Game one, I think he had 41 points. Yeah, 12 uh, 19 from the field. Yeah, just 17 uh, of 18 for the free throw free line. Free throw line. He's just locked in. Uh, and, and really watching Miami, you know, I've watched the NBA. I don't really watch it during the regular season. I mean, I, a game here or there, but it's almost like they're not – fully serious I don't know if that's if we should say that about NBA players but it's just like the regular season maybe towards the end after the all-star break teams kind of lock in a little more uh, but once the playoff starts it's a different it's a different level of NBA basketball and I love the NBA playoffs just like March Madness uh, the Super Bowl uh, stuff like that the NBA playoffs are a good uh, two three months of great basketball uh, to be watched and uh and that was a good game one for Miami. Uh, but like we said, James, you just have to steal one. When you're the away team for the first two games, you just have to steal one. So you could look at this one. Hey, look, let's just test it out a little bit. Okay, we couldn't beat them this game. Maybe change some things up, go a different different approach for game two. And if Boston steals one, now you got two more going back in Boston. The series could turn at any, at any point uh, of game two, you know. It, it could. It was just, for me, it was seeing that the first – 18 minutes, 18, 19 minutes, it was looking good. It was, it felt like it was mostly, if not all, Celtics. Right. And then the the second half of the second quarter was kind of iffy. And then once you hit the third quarter, it was just an avalanche. And yeah, it was. You got outscored 39 to 14. I was like, right. what am I watching? Right. What, what happened in the first half? I want to know in the NBA uh, to be outscored by 25. Uh, that might have been uh, has that ever happened before in the NBA playoff quarter to get outscored by 25 points? I mean, that was that was, but that's what that was. That's what it was. That was the separation yeah. right there. I've I've uh, never seen I've never seen that big, or at least not one that I can recall that it was 
that wide of a margin. Right. Yeah. That was then. That was it. And then the fourth quarter was kind of even, but you know that third quarter was uh was definitely pay. So let's move. Let's move on, man. We'll, we'll talk. Hopefully, talk again, or uh, maybe later. Later in the week, you can bring up the Celtics with the W on the road to even out that series and uh, going back home. But uh, now we'll talk a little bit about uh, the ne- the game last night, uh, Golden State, which man, they were. Uh, they were clicking, <laughs> for lack of a better word. They were on fire. They played really well. Golden State and the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, I seen a bunch of people jump online, social media. Oh, that, that Golden State in five, and you know, Dallas is <laughs> trash, and da da da. You know, and and same thing. They're on the road, the first game of the playoffs, playing at Golden State. How, how many games will Golden State have lost on the year at Golden State this year? Not many, probably less than ten. They're very much known you know, for it being a home team. It's a loud venue. You get Clay Thompson and Curry and uh, knocking back to back to back threes down, and Draymond stealing the ball, running fast. They had a play last night. This is how aware uh, Steph Curry is. He goes to the corner. He kind of flings the ball back towards half court. I think he thought he was passing to the guy that was right by him, but it went over that guy's head to Draymond Green. And it looked like just a bad pass, maybe a turnover. As soon as the defender just turned his head for a second, uh, Steph was already running back off of a screen. And the guy that that he threw the ball over the head knew immediately, oh, I'm going to just set a screen for him right here. So their chemistry is so – it's just unbelievable. And he comes right off the screen, bang, hits a three, uh, makes makes Dallas call another timeout and – I mean, they were just they were just clicking, and 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 Luca didn't have his best stuff last night, uh, even though he did score twenty points. You know, he averages thirty, uh, so they kind of kept him in check for the most part. Uh, and some of those other guys got to step up and hit some shots. Bullock got to hit a couple more shots. Um, I like the little lefty point guard too. Um, uh, Brunson. When he, Brunson, when he gets going, man, he gets those little floaters in the lane, and he oh, opens, yeah. he opens up a lot of those uh, kickouts for shots. Um, but Golden State, you know, credit Steve Kerr, Golden State. I mean, those guys are professionals, as is everybody else in the league. But they really doing uh, uh, something extra. They really doing uh, the game planning with them in Golden State. Having great players helps too. But on the defensive side of how they switched off on Doncic, how a bunch of different people guarded him, uh, they really he, he wasn't comfortable. Every time he drove to the goal, somebody was really helping, digging in, swiping at the ball. And they're trying to force him to make those passes. I think he should have passed a few more times. Uh, he got a couple. He, he got the ball stolen from him uh, two or three times in a row at one point, uh, two times for sure. Where he kind of should have picked it up and made the pass, kind of forcing the issue. But uh, I, I like it, man. Two great series. Uh, uh, it's going to be uh, over the next couple games, and I, I love when they go game seven. I love whether it be uh, whoever's going to be happen to be the home team. I love when the series go game seven and it's all on the line. That's a, a lot of pressure uh, moments for those NBA guys that they really live for uh, to go to those long series. So if you had a prediction, just as right now, James, obviously you're going to say the Celtics, but the other series, <laughs> even though it's 1-0, Golden State, you think Dallas has a chance to push it to a seven to maybe even win the series? I, I think they do push it to a seven. Right. Because, I mean, they've, they've always been down this whole playoff series. They were down early on against... I forget who they played uh, the first uh, series. Suns, Phoenix. Well, last, well that, that last was the last year, series. Yeah. They they uh, went the, down early. Yeah, round one as well. But they, they've been down the whole series, right. so I can't discount them right off the bat because we've already right. seen that they can overcome adversity. So I think it comes down to a game seven to them, and this one will be in Golden State, so I would probably have to give 
the edge to Golden State overall. But I think right. they do push it right. to a game seven. You, you have four, I, and I was explaining that to somebody the other day. Well, it's home court, home court advantage. You know, they got the four games versus the three games. Yeah, that's true. But if you are the Dallas Mavericks or uh, Boston Celtics, you just have to win one out of those four games. You win your home games. You win your home games. All you have to do is steal one um, away from the uh, away from the home team when you travel on the road and you win the series. Easier said than done, uh, but uh, you know it's going to be a great continuation of the NBA playoffs to follow these next two series in both conferences. Man, we're going to take another quick timeout. Uh, we'll be back soon. Uh, we're here live on the game 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. The game 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles wants to hook you up with right tickets for the Cajun Heartland State Fair at the Cajun Dome May 26th to June 5th. Text CHSF to 68683 to win a family four-pack of tickets to the Cajun Heartland State Fair. That's CHSF to 68683 to win a family four-pack of ride tickets to the Cajun Heartland State Fair. All right, we're back in the studio. It's your boy Brad Boyd hosting uh, today's show from 2 to 4. Just a quick recap of the first hour, man. Uh, Shoot the Rock Basketball Camp Series, bradboydbasketball.com, June 6th through 9th, June 20th through 23rd, July 11th through 14th. And we also have a shooting specifics camp, which is July 11th through the 13th, from 1.30 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. Register everything online at bradboydbasketball.com. Uh, also brought in my former coach, coach that signed me at UL, Bobby Champagne. It was great talking with Coach Champ. Uh, brought up some memories, talked about some guys that uh, played with at, at UL, guys that um, he might have recruited uh, to go to UL but end up maybe going to Oklahoma, and now he's uh, back working alongside those guys uh, at the University of Houston. It just was great to talk to Coach Champ. Uh, uh, he's one of those guys I've always looked up to as a coach, uh, as a mentor, and uh, just a wealth of knowledge uh, of the game of basketball, but also how to relate to the basketball player. And I think that's a key uh, in the success of any basketball team. Uh, next hour, uh, we're bringing on another heavy hitter, another former coach of mine, uh, coach Danny Broussard, uh, Hall of Fame coach in Louisiana, uh, uh, over a thousand wins on the high school ranks. It's going to be really fun to speak with Coach Danny next hour, uh, and and then after that, we'll bring in another former, another friend of mine, another former college coach, Amber Gregg, to talk about 94 feet uh, player development, which will be fun. Uh, we'll take this break. We'll catch you on the next hour. We're live in the game, 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles. Live and local, this is the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Open for the end zone, it's a Saints touchdown! Streaming live on 1037 The Game mobile app and online at 1037thegame.com. This is the Jordy Holtberg Show. Hey, baby! We're going to be here all day! Call us up at 337-706-0111. I like this kind of party! Now, here's your host, Jordy Holtberg. And we're back. It's Brad Boyd uh, stepping in today for uh, 
Mr. Jordy Holberg, who had to attend his daughter's graduation. So we're glad to be here. Glad to mix it up with the guy, James, and the guys over at 1037 The Game. The Game 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Uh, James said he had our next guest on. We're going to bring in uh, another former coach of mine. Uh, great to always speak with this guy uh, about basketball for sure, but just anything in general. Coach Danny's always got a great personality, great wit about himself. So we're going to bring in Coach Danny Broussard of the St. Thomas Moore Cougars. Coach Danny, you, you took a little bit of time to slow down a little bit today to to talk to us. What's going on today? No, I didn't. No, no time to slow down. No time. <laughs> I'm, about, I'm about to go. I'm about to go to drivers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look! You can talk on that, Coach. From basketball to drivers' ed, huh? That's right. I never stopped, Brad. Never stopped. Somebody said that's why I stay young. So yep. I don't yep. know, but I I I just do not slow down because I don't know what I do myself anyway. Right. So, it keeps it keeps me going, Brad. You got to keep going, Coach. You got to keep moving. Uh, that's right. I appreciate you coming on the show to talk a little bit today. Uh, uh, that's no funny. Problem. We had we had Brennan, my daughter, set up with the driver's ed with y'all. Uh, but then with <laughs> AAU and everything, I'm like, Dad, I didn't realize it was on a Saturday, so we had to reschedule. I think right. maybe uh, uh, so <laughs> she's 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 on me because she wants to. As soon as she wants to get the uh, the permit, and you have to wait a certain amount yeah. of months with the turn 16 to, you know, they want that license right away. Then they want how, how did you do that with your daughters, Danny? When they got their license, did you get them a car right away? No, no, no. You know, that's it's kind of funny. I mentioned that to somebody one time. I'm like, you know, it was so crazy. because So, so right, we went to school together, so that was a good thing. Right. So we all came to school together, but then guess what? When the bell rang, they, they, wanted, they went to go home, and I had to take a practice. So, Brad... I had to find rides home. From, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? This ain't making sense. How come I'm inconvenienced? They get to go home in the car, and I got to stay and find a ride back. Hey, I don't know if you remember, but but uh, uh, I had a kid named Andrew Ashby. Good little, oh, yeah. good little point oh, yeah. for me. Yeah. Well, Andrew, uh, unfortunately for him, he lived next door to me, and I know it would drive him crazy. <laughs> but hey, Andrew, can you? Can you bring me home today? I'm sure he's sick of it. Be like, oh, dang, I can't. I got to bring. Yeah, coach, sure. sure. He had to so keep it all PG Andrew on the ride home. He, could, he couldn't listen home. to his own music. He had to, you know, what, what, you play some country or whatever you were listening to, huh? Exactly, exactly. So that's, sure that's an awesome story. He probably says, man, I had to bring Coach Danny home for two years. Two years of bring Coach Danny uh, home. I forgot that Andrew lived yeah. right by you like that. Yep. yep. Yeah. Next yep. door neighbors, isn't that well, crazy? You, well, but, you, well, you no, couldn't. I wouldn't, you, I wouldn't bug him, Brad. I wouldn't bug him every day, but, right. but he did take me home occasionally when I right. when I had trouble getting a ride home. Yeah, he, he would. Yeah. <laughs> well, you couldn't ask for a better kid or a better player to bring you home. Uh, Andrew no, no. Ashby was a was a great player for St. Thomas More. Yeah. He was an even better person, uh, and still to yeah. this day, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's just I, those guys that came after us. I call them all kids. I don't know why we're all adults now, but he was just a great kid and he was a great player. Right. Uh, no you doubt. Know? So no and, doubt. And, and Coach Danny, I know I spoke about you earlier. I praised. You, I thanked you uh, uh, just for, for coaching me, and then uh, I know you got some camps coming up as well. You're like the everybody asked me, "Oh, he camps?" I said, "Well, Danny is the guru of the basketball camps. <laughs> We've all learned from him. We've all taken a little piece yeah. here and there." And uh, right, I, I take pride right. in helping the next guy because, because Danny, I used to work your camps. I know you know that. I used to stroll in a little yeah. late after those late nights of uh, playing college basketball, going out. You used to you still let me come and work the camps, and you know, <laughs> and, and, yeah. and you helped me along the way of saying, "Hey, look, you might want to try this or do this," and I kind of passed some of those 
those things on to the next guy or a person coming yeah. up to uh, we helped Corey Davis last year he's starting up his camp uh, your your, yeah. your, uh, your son-in-law Kyle helps out he helps at my camps he helps at Corey's camps and you know anybody that wants to mom. give yeah. back to he and helps at your, too, it helps, yeah. helps at yours right. too you know anybody that's looking to help kids especially in the basketball I, I always kind of lend a hand or try to you know point them in the right direction you did the same thing with me when I was starting out with uh, my camps as well you know so uh, yeah. it's uh, it's slamming jam I saw your post today uh, it makes me jealous a little bit I ain't gonna lie I see oh, your first week you're sold out uh, now when you when you <laughs> when you sell out coach Danny your first week of camp because you have a morning session and afternoon session yeah. how many are you yeah. taking now uh, uh, you, what, what is your max number in the morning I know you used to be at yeah. 100 yeah. I know they added a gym in yeah. the back at STM uh, yeah. But that, but that, yeah that's a good question Brad I try Brad you know it's funny so they, so, I, I mean, I upset some people, and I get it, you know, because they say, well, that's the only week I can come. And I'm like, man, look, I cannot sacrifice the, the, the you know, you, you, you get to a point where if you got too many, it's right. just, just, just not fair to the kids. So we, we cap it off at 125, Brad. Right. So I got to, for that, for that second, I'm actually, it's actually session three, Brad. It's actually June the, uh, June the 3rd to the 7th where I'm, I'm packed in. Uh, so, so I close that one off because, again, I don't want to risk the, the quality of the camp. You right, know? no so, doubt, no uh, doubt. But I still do have, I still have the first week of uh, May. Oh shoot, but I, I want to say May 29th, so like uh, the Monday. That's, that's actually Memorial Day. So, so that week of Memorial Week, I've still still got some openings there, pretty good. And then what's happening is on the June. Uh, l- l- let me look at my calendar real quick, Brad. I'm actually can. Oh, yeah, uh, I've actually learned how to. I've learned, well, I tell you, Brad, when you get old, you think you hey, can. But that's all right, never, though. Uh, these kids that teach you, they t- say, Coach. You can still talk on the phone, <laughs> and you can still go to your calendar. You can still do all that. I said, well, show me how to do all that. Show me how to do all that, so, yeah. Brad, yeah. So, Brad, June the 13th to the 17th. Okay. I still have a few. That's my, that's my last week at camp, and I still do have a few openings from the 13th to the 17th. So, uh, yeah, but I appreciate you. I appreciate Brad. I know, I know you're in competition with me. Uh, we, but like you said, Brad, we help each other out. No doubt. That's a couple of years. I, I, when I was full up, I couldn't go. I said, hey, look. Brad's got a win in a couple of weeks. Eric Mouton's got one. Oh, yes. Yes. Fine. And Yuck we've had, fine. we've coach, I've, I've had kids show up the more Mondays of, and, you know, because yeah. Danny was full. He told me to come over here. And, and actually, yeah. you know, it's funny, too. We've had kids show up for our camp, but they were at the wrong camp. They were at, they were coming to Coach Mouton's camp, and they showed up at the, con- <laughs> and they, I'm looking on the list. It was, it, it's been yeah. last year, a couple kids, and I said, I, I think you might be at Coach Mouton's camp across the street. And sure enough, uh, they had just got the wrong address or, or, or missed the turn or whatever, you know, because we're kind of close with the with Ascension and the sports yeah. complex, yeah. You know, sure. so uh, it all works. And it's, yeah. there's plenty of kids to go to all the camps, coach. That's you know right. that. But uh, it, it's just uh, I I always t- I say this a lot too. When I was a kid, when I first got to know what St. Thomas More was and and like come to Lafayette on a regular basis it was like the sixth grade when I started doing the uh, AAU ball with um, Mr. Bill Buzzwitz and them. And you know, oh, I never yeah, right. I never you know we we didn't have all the money when we were growing up or this or that. So I couldn't really get a chance. AAU was a big expense for my parents and traveling and doing all that. Sure. I wanted to go to Slam and Jam camp so bad, sixth grade, seventh grade. I think eighth grade I attended maybe the shooting camp uh, for one of the weeks, but just to and then when I came back as a as a player for you and as a college player to work the camp, man, the camp was just so fun. 
uh, how you yeah. have the camp and make it exciting. And I still remember the Lynn Bias stories and the you don't do drugs <laughs> and and just the, and those things, man. We I try to do some of those same things that you know sure. because the message to the kids uh, is the biggest thing, especially at those young ages of five, six years old, and uh, they really look up to yourself and look up to those players at the camps. And that's what I that's why I got into it to really uh, you know give back just like you're doing as well. And uh, yeah. if, if they oh, want to yeah. register, coach, for that next week that you said you had a couple. Spots. Is it a, is it slamandjam.com or, uh, or tell me the address yeah, again? Yeah, that's right. It's just slamandjamcamp.com. Slamandjamcamp.com. Slam and yeah. They can go now. I, I've already put on there about the closed session. So they, I closed it off so they couldn't register right. that one. So they can they can pick the other weeks if it fits their schedule. It's the first weeks in the summertime, you know, and I got small kids in the morning and the, the older kids in the afternoon uh, for, like you said, for like the shooting camp. So, uh, yeah, we, you know, again, we're, we're 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 proud of what we built and uh, oh yes. You know, Brad, look, how many years, yeah, Coach Danny? How many years? How many years? Yeah. How many? It's almost yeah. Thirty nine years. Thirty nine you know, years. Thirty nine. Yeah, and I got guys like Tommy P. That is with me the whole time. Oh right? my God! Yeah, what Coach P. Coach P. You know, a great guy. Yeah, I, I, and you know, and then we've had Wes and Nick who are who are running. You know, the, uh, all my assistant coaches have always coached. Always. So, you know, I, we 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 got some really good help. Uh, you know, you know, guys like JP Bouillon, Mike Bourgeois, Jason Fowley, all guys that played for us that know the system and, you know, that they, they come in and help us. And so it, it's, it's no secret to why we've really had some, some really great coaches that, that are participating in this, in this, in this camp. You does, know? So, uh, does, uh, uh anyway. does Garrett Manuel and Shannon Kane pop up on a week? They used to pop up when I was there working. They said Garrett was the, <laughs> Garrett would now, walk in. It'd be, it, a, it'd be yeah, a, Garrett, a star of the show or Shannon Kane would come by one day. You'd always have somebody coming in, uh, to yeah. say hello and, and, and and, and uh, cut up with us a little bit. Yeah. So now, now, now I gotta go. I gotta try to get my, you know, my retired older brother, Rick. Ricky makes an appearance every now. Oh, there we go. Now and then I, uh, yeah. Oh, Ricky. Yeah, yeah. He comes to make it. And then I get a, uh, I get our boy that goes. He's international. He's he goes speak at all these Christian conferences. I get Mike Potana. There you go, Potana. Yep. yep. That guy could. That guy could motivate an Eskimo to build a to build an igloo. You know, <laughs> <laughs> is just motivation. Yes. That guy fired up. So, anyway, we still got it going pretty good. And uh, again, it's uh, it's uh, you know, Brad. It's like anything else. You, and you know as well as I do. You talk to different coaches, and like you know, some guy like see, you, you, you and I have the same thing. We really like some coaches. Like, how do you do that? I can a five and six year old name. Right, I don't. Right. Want, I don't want to deal with them. You know, <laughs> and it's funny, but. I, I just get into that. I like, I like, and I maybe, well, you know, but even before I had grandkids, you know, I got grandkids now, so that, right. I, I love, you know, I'm loving that. But, but even before I think it's, I like working with the five and six shows. Right. Some coaches like, man, uh, uh-uh, uh, I ain't doing that, man. Right. I can't deal with those young kids. And it's funny how it is. I just, it's just something that I like to do, you know, and I guess, and maybe somebody said, well, yeah, that's why the camp is like it is because you, you know, you're not just doing out there to make money. You're, you're, you know, you're, oh, impacting. And you, you're right. Joy and, impacting yeah, and those kids coach you know? the five yeah. and six year olds you impact them the most man those kids man yeah. you know all the yeah. all the kids i graduated at st thomas more you know when they were five years old that was 13 years they went to your camp every year yeah. you know it just you right. know it just you know and, and those kids are uh, you know i, I the, we take a couple five and six year olds at our camp as well and they love when you turn the music on and they get to dance yeah. and then oh back yeah. to the drills and it's just a yeah. it's just a good thing uh you know right. you impacting those kids and that's the biggest thing uh doing the basketball camps is to get them to love basketball 
basketball and play basketball the right way, you know. So look, coach, let's yeah. move on a little bit. I I was I okay. was uh, talking about uh, the season that you had this year. Y'all went to the state finals again. Was that five in a row appearances to the state finals? No. Hey, hey, you get, hey, you give me too much credit. Okay. Credit. Okay. We lost in the we lost in the semis. Oh, Liberty, oh. Liberty beat us in the semifinals. Yeah, right. We, I thought it was the finals, coach. Yeah, we were, you know we were the four seed going. Well, Brad, actually, we were the five seed going in, and uh, and uh, you know we boy we we uh, man, I tell you, I, I knew Liberty was good going in, and uh, they had a lot of size, and you know, Brad, we, if you remember right, we we had beaten them pretty bad last year, you know, and we, uh-huh. everybody yes. thought that was yes. going to be. A, we thought it was gonna, we really thought it was going to be a good game. We scoured them. We, we really, I was really concerned about them because Brad, I really thought athletically that you know that was the best team that we played last year. At, oh yes, in in class four, you know, yeah. and I thought they were the best team. And uh, boy, you know, the, the the wheels kind of fell off. If first quarter they were they were on us, they had like a four or five point lead. First quarter, man, second quarter. Well, we 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 caused a few turnovers. We took a charge that they didn't, they didn't agree with. Uh, you know, one thing led to another. They got a technical foul. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I listened to yeah, the game, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, yeah, the wheels fell off in him. And all of a sudden, you know, we wanted to win that game by 20. And so, but it should have been close. And so, you know, I think they had their eyes on, their, on us from that year. You know, like, we're going to get y'all next A little year, motivation, you know? yeah, a little motivation, yeah. yes. And they had a Division so, One player on their team, which any anytime I'm you're saying, a high school coach or team and you have a, a Division One guy on your team, it, it's a luxury to have. And they had that guy and, uh, you know, no so – uh, that was that was just you know, but the standard. I was saying the standard. I, I didn't mean to say it like as a letdown when you don't win the state championship, but the standard yeah. that you yeah. have created at St. Thomas More, it's a it's championship or yeah. not bust. I ain't gonna say that because it's not a bust, but because you had a, you, yeah. you had a great season, you know. But it's just it's just pretty uh, amazing to watch that year in uh, coach. It doesn't matter who graduates from STM or who the next guy. It's, always, it's like the next guy is always there. The next guy up is always gonna yeah. be ready uh, to fill a spot. And uh, you're gonna you know I've I've watched it for years. You never if you yeah. get beat, coach Dan. If somebody beats you, they never really beat you. Beat you. It's always a couple points here or there. Yeah. And and yeah. and, and you. Usually it's the other way around where you, you guys at St. Thomas More are beating uh, uh, those games, home or away, neutral sites, yeah. tournaments, and uh, right. what you created. Uh, you know, everybody knows this. We talk basketball all the time. Your name is always going to come up in this area, uh, especially on high school basketball and what you've done. Uh, so, look, let me ask you this. Going forward, I know you graduated yeah. a couple guys. Yeah. Uh, name me a couple guys maybe that are uh, uh, didn't play varsity last year. I'll say it like that. Maybe yeah. a couple guys that, that, that peaked you so far in the offseason that uh, you're looking forward to watching them during the summer, maybe a freshman coming up to a sophomore or something like that, any guys that stick yeah. out uh, that you would like to mention? Yeah, Brad, I tell you, uh, you know, we, we really are excited about that that sophomore class, you know, because that's oh, the yes. one that we, we had, a, you know, their freshman year, we had a great, really great record. We won a lot of games. And, yeah, so, you know, you know, Ch- I mean, Chad, Chad and Manuel got to play a lot this past year, you know, but but there's a couple of guys like you talked about that we kind of excited about in that uh, – you know, didn't get any varsity minutes, but man, have been looking really good. Uh, you know, but it's kind of funny, but we are. I think it, it's we're going to be a more offensive-minded team. We struggled to score a little bit this year. Yes, but, yeah. But God, our defense, our defense was really solid. Oh, it you was. Know? It was. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, you look at the De La Salle game in the quarters. It's a, it's a thirty-nine to thirty game. We couldn't score, but but we held them. They couldn't score either. And so, a lot of our games were defensive-minded this past year. We we struggled in the offensive end. But we kind of feel like it's going to be shifted next year. That we, I don't think we're going to be able to score, but uh, we're going to have to probably – our defense is going to have to really work a lot on defense because 
these guys that we have are offensive-minded kids. You know? oh, yes. So, you know, I mean, you know how it is. It, 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 it's, sometimes you just have to go and outscore people, and that might be our philosophy next year, just outscore. But, no, we've got a couple of good young sophomores. Uh, the Hayes Regard kid has really worked hard. Oh, yes, man, he's a hard-working you know, kid. You know, Brad, I love Hayes. Follow, yeah, Brad, you follow AAU a lot, and I don't oh, yeah. play, I mean, our kids play in it. I, I'm not, but, you know, I'm just watching, and they're posting. These guys are posting. Who had a good weekend? And Hayes' name's starting to pop oh, up. Oh, it is. These, you know, it is. Yeah, he's got some yeah. swagger too, Coach. Man, he's one of those guys that that he can play the game, but he's he's not going to get rattled. You know, he's used to uh, that type of an environment. Man, I've, I've I've seen some of the same posts and him training and him as well as those AAU games. Man, he's really shooting the ball well. And you're right, people are saying that regard kid. He's going to play a little more next year at STM, and uh, it'll be good to see him to see him develop. Hey, you spoke on Chad yeah. Jones and, 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 uh, yeah. Emmanuel. Yeah. Uh, I know the Gilry guy just got a little offer, uh, from LSU. I think it was Gilry has LSU, another year, yeah. correct? Yeah. Mason Gilry yeah. has one more year. Yep. Yeah. And then Chad Jones, yeah. they just seen recently got an offer from Arizona state. Chad might be the next guy lined up, uh, to be one yeah. of those big time division one players. He really blossomed this year for you. Uh, and Chad is what now? Six, seven, six, eight. I know yeah, he's, he's, a, about, he's <laughs> about a good, yeah, he's about a good six, seven. He's yeah. He's long. Yeah. He, uh, long. you know, uh, yeah. and you know what I like about you too, coach Danny, and because you allowed myself, you allowed several others, Brandon yeah. Mouton guys yeah. that were six, five or over, you allow them to also face the goal, you know, right. which, which right. expands yeah. their and, and that, recruiting right, process. Chad. He's just, you know, you know, it's just some kids just have different, different strengths. You know, and yes. and Brad, to be honest with you, he's not a back to the back. He just no, just he's not. not. And, and 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 Brad, he can squat. I try to get. I said, I said, Chad. I, this is what I told him. I said, Chad. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm a college special player. You're gonna go down there once. A, you're gonna go down there once a quarter, and you're gonna get a bucket down there because they can't stop. Oh him. yeah, just turn you know? and shoot over him a couple times. Yeah, yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, he, he, what do you call that, Coach? Wisconsin or uh, what's the when they run yeah, off the shoulder? Yeah, run them off the shoulder. <laughs> I, 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 coach, I, I still few, listen. I got a few other listen, we yeah, should we uh. But we, Brad, that's why you that's why you beat me this oh, year. You know listen, all my plays. I, I hey. couldn't run a special play. I went back and watched that film. I went back and watched that film, Coach. You were absolutely right because you said that right after the game. You said the first play of the game we ran a beautiful yeah. play you really set it up perfectly the guy was wide yeah. when I went back and looked at the film I said they were gonna dunk it on us right there like yeah. they literally were yeah. he was yeah. wide he just uh, uh the little uh I forgot the kid he just threw a little bit past was a little too high and uh but just funny as coach some of those plays I just changed the name like Wisconsin I call it South Hall because you know obviously my yeah. former teammate yeah. South Hall right. go post up and you know and uh <laughs> you know run him off the yeah, shoulder and uh you know but uh but speaking of that game you just talked about of us of us beating yeah. y'all this year that was uh you know, it was one of those games, like you said, you couldn't score well, but you held us to under 50 points. I think it was end up 47, 40 or something like that. But it just, man, it's, it's, I watch people play against y'all and struggle. And the hardest really thing is you, you gotta, you gotta get past the diamond. You gotta try to get past the half court trap. And, uh, you know, I spoke highly about Bobby Champagne earlier about, uh, him always having, uh, to know a set or this, and I tell people this all the time about St. Thomas More, and I, I, I always tell this to my friend Kevin Murray, which you know Kevin played at Northside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, how do we beat y'all? You know, y'all clearly had from top to bottom more athletes or probably an overall better team, but we, we, we would get the better hand of y'all. And I said, Coach Danny always had us, no matter what the other team did, we always knew what what to go to. Like if they did this, yeah. just do right. this. You know, now did it work every time? No, but for the no, most right, part, it right, made you. Right. It made it made you know it made us comfortable if whatever they're doing. Um, you know that sure. that we have something to counter for that, coach. Hey, coach, we're yeah. gonna take a quick timeout. Uh, uh, 
uh, we got to wrap it up right now. Uh, the guy's giving. Okay. I'm new to this, so he's giving the time out and wrap it up. But Coach Danny, I appreciate you sharing the knowledge about the basketball camps, uh, about the future of St. Thomas More. Speaking of those kids, you know some of those kids are okay. probably listening in. They love to hear you. Yeah. They love to hear their hey, name hey, on why, the TV hey, or the radio. Why, before you hey, go before ahead, you cut me off. I don't want to go I ahead. Gotta, I want to mention these two guys in because they work in hard. Michael Muton and Anthony Orgel. Oh yeah, names absolutely. Didn't play this year a lot, but they're gonna yeah they're gonna they're gonna contribute a lot. So no hey, doubt. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for having me on, Brad. I Always, Danny. Thank you, man. Thank you for coming on. Okay, We're gonna take my a, man. Yes, sir. All right, right bye-bye. We're going to take a quick timeout right here. One, oh, oh, the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. We'll be back. Time to open up the vault for the games this day in sports history. May 19th, 1909. In his first title defense, Jack Johnson fights Jack O'Brien to a no decision in six rounds in Philadelphia to retain his world heavyweight crown. That was this day in sports history. We now return to the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. The game 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles wants to upgrade your experience for Downtown Rising with the ultimate Downtown Rising VIP experience. You can score a pair of VIP passes plus a chance to meet the Cold War kids. Simply register in the Game Rewards Club at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com to win VIP passes for Downtown Rising featuring the Cold War kids on Saturday, June 4th. The ultimate Downtown Rising VIP experience is presented by Social Entertainment, Raider Solutions, Louisiana Raging Cajuns, and the game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. And we're back, man. Great, great guest. Uh, Danny Broussard was for blessing us with his presence. It's always fun. Me and James just laugh because we thought we'd just talk for five minutes. We looked down, it's 20 minutes had passed. You get me and Coach Danny talking about basketball and reminiscing on stuff. We could talk for, I say hours, days uh, of all the memories and stuff that we created with uh, basketball in the area. Uh, especially in the Lafayette area and surrounding areas. Uh, we're going to move right into it, man. Our next guest uh, is a friend of mine. I've, I've gotten to know this, this, this young lady, this coach, this trainer uh, over the years of her working at the University of Louisiana, uh, her just being in the basketball world. Uh, and I wanted to, just like Coach Danny uh, did for myself and helping me with my camps and pointing me in the right direction, uh, I wanted to bring on this next guest, uh, Coach Amber Gregg, with 94 Feet Player Development because they are starting out uh, uh, developing players in the area, training players in the area, and uh, we wanted to show some of that love. Uh, a lot of the kids that play in our bitty basketball programs, they go get extra work with Coach Amber and Coach Kiki Ville, both former college basketball players. Kiki Ville starred at the University of Louisiana. Uh, Coach Amber uh, starred at Sam Houston State. She may correct me if that's the wrong college, but I think she played at Sam Houston State. No. UCSA, my guy. Oh, I'm UCSA. so sorry. I'm so sorry. I I, I didn't mean to disrespect. I didn't mean to disrespect you like that, Coach Amber. UTSA. <laughs> uh, it's great to have you on, uh, Coach Amber Gregg. Say hello to the community and uh, uh, tell us a little bit about 94 Feet Player Development. What's going on, B? Um, thanks again for having me. Yes, ma'am. You know, um, I know we both have a lot in common when it comes to the basketball world and our obsession and passion for basketball. So. I appreciate, you know, you taking the time to reach out and have me on, on here. Um, but 94 Feet was created this past year, a little over a year ago now, um, just from my love from training and skill development. I'm actually originally from Austin, Texas, and 
moved here, like Brad said, to coach at University of Louisiana um, and noticed on my recruiting journeys that, you know, the kids in Louisiana can compete with anybody in the country. And I tell anybody that um, that I get to know and we talk about basketball, they can compete with anybody in the country when it, when it comes to grit and toughness. Um, but the thing that was that was separating them from everyone else is their skill um, and their lack of resources to skill development. Right. So that was always something that I wanted to and, and took pride in, even in Austin. Um, Texas, the volume is so much bigger. So there's, I mean, a thousand people who do it, but the lack of that here and hundreds I think, was and a, hundreds was of gyms, hundreds, hundreds of gyms as well to to play in. It's it's that, yes. that you're hitting that on the head when you say there's just a lack of facilities. Uh, and and how great was it to uh, open up your own facility as 94 feet to where you know whenever you feel like it, I can go to my facility and train kids. I mean, that's got to be a great Man. feeling. Man, lifelong dream, yes. lifelong dream. I've been playing basketball since I was six years old, and so um, I think you, you, you too. You know, we live in the gym uh, every day, every night. Even your kids be um, so to be able to have that now is, like I said, a dream come true. Even in even in Texas, it's, it was the same thing. You know, lack of I don't want to call it the will, but the kids can't go to the gym. You know, and then for me, it's like. Well, you want the kids to stay out of trouble. You want the kids to have other things to do. What not better resource than opening up a gym and let them play the game that they love? Right, absolutely. And so to be able to, be able to do that now, even for myself, uh, has been a dream come true. Okay, tell us where 94 Feet is located, Coach. Off Eras Landry. So, I'm, I, you know, I'm not from here, so I'm a little, you know, right, these back right. roads and That's streets. okay. That's okay. <laughs> these back roads and streets. Um, but off Eras Landry in between Ambassador Caffrey and Bertrand, Yes, um, we're right right next to Granger, right in that Granger area. Yeah, um, and, and you right know, right kind of in the heart of the city. In the heart of the city, yeah, right there. We went the yep. other day, uh, and, and I was impressed just what you're doing because you not only train kids on individual basis or or group packages, uh, but you also you you you'll rent out for birthday parties. I think we had a uh, I don't even know if it was a birthday party. We had a bitty basketball. The team went over there to get uh, uh, to just kind of celebrate. But you man, you worked them out. You had them playing games and. Uh, it's just, it's like you said, man, they need more places, uh, uh, more people like yourself, uh, that to really take the time out. Uh, and, and listen, this is not just girls basketball coach, Amber coach Kiki, uh, probably growing up their whole life. I know Kiki for sure. And Amber as well. They, they played against boys their whole life. And they, most of Absolutely. your people that you trained or, or boys, I've seen you train in former college players. I've seen you train in, uh, high school players, all boys. Uh, I've seen you train a few girls as well. Uh, and, and you get, it. I, I train kids as well. I'm not gonna lie. When I see something that you do that I like, I, I go and do it in my sessions and I'm like, man, that stuff works. That's, it was a fun drill or or the technique of doing it. Uh, I'm not ashamed of, uh, of using anybody else's stuff or, or, or learning, I guess you should say, something new to, to, to expand your, you know, my, whatever I do, you know, so I can respect that. I love all the videos. I love when people share and show. Uh, and it's good to see uh, kids you know, like kids that I know that you train, that, man, they're really working. They want to be better next year at Biddy or they want to be better next year in the high school and uh, for, for y'all to give that back. I told you, I seen too, though, you said, I think I saw where y'all are looking maybe for a couple more trainers uh, to help y'all or to be hired by y'all. How could how could one uh, maybe contact y'all or, or or get in touch to maybe if they wanted to get into something like that at 94 feet or or maybe somebody in a different city they want to start, start their own 94 feet. Is that something that y'all are doing as well? 
Well, absolutely. So to piggyback kind of off of uh, training aspect, we train, like, I, I have more actually boys right now than girls um, that I train. And, and actually, uh, professional basketball player P.J. Hardy, I was with this morning. Oh, I love um, the Hardys. And, and all the Hardys can ball, man. There's like five Hardy boys. They can all – uh, yes. A few of them played at yes. UL. One played at McNeese. They just all that that uh, Mr. Hardy, who's a great man, their dad. Uh, I mean, he he every one of his kids is is outstanding basketball player. Yes, yes, and he just had a great year um, in Serbia. And I have a bunch of other pros coming back. And now that the college kids are coming back, you know we're we're getting full. I, I will say this: I your your team that came to the gym and played. They will go long and far. Oh if they yes. Stay together. Oh, I just was speaking um, with uh with, that, the, with the former guest that fifth grade group. Those eleven year olds, they're unbelievable. They have about ten man, of them on their team that die man, hard that, basketball. That whole that whole squad is incredible. And if you haven't gotten to see them, like their intensity and what what they've been doing since they've been at Biddy, we have a couple of videos of them when they were there playing three on three. And oh they yeah. Just, I mean. They run it like like they're like they're playing college basketball. And look, it don't really, and, really and, and don't let little Dalen lose. When they, when little Dalen loses, he ain't playing it, man. Oh, he yeah. ain't having that. I oh, love yeah, Dalen's yeah. intensity, no, they, man. They, they, Dalen they're, Citizen. They're some of the most competitive kids. Oh I've my seen God, yeah, it's it, it's fun. I, I you know I saw Dalen when when we were there when you were doing the little three on three, and he might have lost that time, and he you know he was a little frustrated or whatnot. Well, we coach him now for AAU, and you know we'll be up twenty or up fifteen, and I'll sub him out, and he's like, Coach. Why are you subbing me out? Like, I'm not yeah, trying to come out. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, Dalen, listen, let's yeah. give uh, old buddy a little playing time. Like, you, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to take you out, Dalen. You're my, you're my dog. You're my ace. You know, I don't want to. Uh, but you know, and he, he just, he's so competitive. He doesn't really just understand. He wants to be out there the whole time. And there's a few kids on that squad that just have that drive like that to be great. And uh, you know, to see you working with them is just, it's just good. Cause like I was, t- I said the same thing with Coach Danny. The younger kids that's the ones we can impact the most. It's great to have those Absolutely. pros come back Absolutely. and those college guys come back, but they're kind of already set uh, in their yes. ways or what they're really yes. going to do in life. You know, to impact those 10-year-olds, 11-year-olds, even even younger than that. I've seen you working with Harmony Spragans, who's about eight years old, that you're getting her yes. now. She dribbles between her legs, around her back. And, yes. uh, it, it's not about the fancy dribble, but basketball, you have to be able to dribble. And the quicker – uh, 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 the quicker you can pick up the between the legs dribble or around the back dribble or uh, going right, going left is is you're going to maximize. You're going to be better uh, than the kids your age playing. You know, so um, so do we have a 94feetplayerdevelopment.com, Coach Amber? Yes, yes, yes. 94feetbball.com. Um, and again, like I, my job is just to push the culture of basketball. Yes. that's it. We just want to create a competitive environment you know, skill these kids up and make them better constantly. Like you said, the piggyback. I mean, the the younger we can get them, the better off they're going to be, you know. And that's like my dad My dad has a huge AAU program in Texas, nine to ten teams every year. Oh, wow. Um, what's, what's the, what's so the I'm, AAU I'm team? I'm used what's to the a, grassroots area. What's his AAU organization's name? It's Austin Elite. Austin, Austin Elite. Elite. Austin Elite. We got to yep. get Austin Elite next year, Coach Amber. We got to get Austin Elite to come down to the real deal in the Ville. Is it Let's just girls it. or boys or it. what? Boy, well, boys and girls. Boys and girls. Uh, more girls teams, yeah, than he has boys, right. but he'll we, put them he'll put them in yeah, anything we, we're gonna do that we'll give them a group rate or something like that and we are yeah. actually expanding next year we've been doing boys for 10 years just the boy side of the AU mm-hmm. tournament we do girls AU but just the tournament um uh we we've done boys but I've talked to a few people 
I think we need to open it up to the girl side Absolutely. as well. I'd like to reach out to your dad definitely next year and uh, Absolutely. Uh, just to Absolutely. probably I probably need to reach out to him before that and just to just to to pick his just brain. Base, you huh? know, a guy like that that's been running AAU for a long time to have uh, multiple people don't realize, man. You have two teams. It's it's not a it, it's a headache, but it's a good headache. But it's still a headache. But to have nine or ten Absolutely. teams to see uh, how that's done and how that's operated it, it's, it's got to be pretty amazing. Now, where does he does he have a facility? Does he get to uh, is no, he in good with some no, of the coaches or he, he how does he work it? He doesn't have a facility, but he uh, he's been doing it. I'm thirty, so he's been doing it for twenty five years now, um, and so he runs one of the biggest tournaments in June in Texas. Usually over 200 teams um, come easily. And so I know he would love to have you guys come oh, down wow. as well. Wow, yeah, so, definitely that fifth grade group. Once we get another I yes. told I told the parents and the kids this year because we didn't know we kinda had an idea they were gonna be a good team, but we didn't know how good we ended up yeah. end up winning AAU State last weekend. We might have lost one game. We didn't have our best player at the game or two of our guys out. So we should be undefeated, but I know next year is sixth graders and next year seventh, eighth grade, they're gonna be one of the top teams. We're gonna go try our For luck sure. at, at, at at AAU Nationals in Orlando this year and to see where they really are on a national level but that little group would be a group for sure that needs to get out uh, and eventually travel outside the state to go play some competition because I think they can compete uh, as of now you know they got to work and continue to get better but uh, like you said that group is going to be and I'd like to definitely take a trip my brother lived in Austin for years he just moved out of Austin uh, to the Dallas area Uh, so we're familiar with the Austin area beautiful city beautiful place to live and uh, I, as soon as we get off the air, I'm definitely gonna go on uh, uh, your dad's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm gonna reach out to him, get a self number from you, and, oh, and, and, sure. and just pick for his sure. brain. I'm, I'm telling you, he would he would love to have that. Yeah. he would love. And they do boys and girls, like I said. Uh, they usually do like a big skill development camp the Friday, uh, where they have people come out and write about the kids, evaluate the kids, and then Saturday, Sunday, they rocking and rolling from sun up to sun down. All right, so uh, Amber Gregg with 94 feet player development. Uh, Coach, we're going to talk a little bit. I'm going to ask you just a random question about uh, uh, your your playing days. What's the most memorable moment from your high school? What high school did you attend, and uh, what was the most memorable moment from that high school career that you had? I went to McNeil High School. Um, it's Round Rock ISD, 5A school. Um, my, my, my best moment probably, man, I, I had so many. But probably when uh, we made it to the regional uh, finals um, of, of the state tournament and uh, got to play at Baylor, you know we had a we had oh, a wow. great great team. Um, That's where the so girls to make it uh, to the regional finals. Yeah, in 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 Texas is a big deal. Right, is a big deal. And what they did the regional finals, they do that at Baylor. And where is the state at championship Baylor. a at different Baylor. area? At Baylor University. Oh, yep. that's cool. So regional finals at Baylor, and then the state championship games are that is that at UT or at Baylor as well? They, they had it when I was playing. You know, back in the day, they had it at UT, but now um, it's in San Antonio. It's kind of migrated to San Antonio. Oh wow! So, okay, and just a random yeah, place or a college there I'm, or. Well, I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see if um, they bring it back now that Texas has rebuilt their facility. They rebuilt their basketball facility. Um, a lot of money. Wow. They put yeah. it right in the right in the prime of downtown, uh, and they say it's really, really nice. Really, really nice. Oh so, yeah, no doubt. Any, anything in Texas that they build is. Uh is uh is gonna be big you know listen i'm uh new to the whole radio show and stuff and the guy's giving me i need to take another quick time out uh but we just want to uh shout you out amber and coach kiki over at 94 feet player development uh you can reach out to coach amber on 
uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Coach Kiki as well. Get in touch with these two coaches, man. Great players, uh, and, and they're doing a lot of great things with the kids as far as training kids and preparing them uh, for the next level. I appreciate you coming on the show, Amber. Uh, we'll see each other soon, I'm sure, and, uh, and I'll talk to you soon about uh, connecting with your dad as well. Appreciate you, B man, and nope. keep doing, keep doing what you're doing, man. Yes, ma'am. Y'all be good. I'll see y'all soon. Okay. That's Coach Amber right. Gregg with 94 Feet Player Development. We're gonna take a quick timeout. The game 103.7. Today is the day you join the game clubhouse. Not only is it free to join, but you will get the chance to enter some tremendous free gifts, like a $50 gift certificate to Hash Show Oyster House, or a $150 gift certificate to Mr. Lester's Steakhouse. You can only score that $50 gift certificate to Half Shell Oyster House or the $150 gift certificate to Mr. Lester Steakhouse by becoming a member of the Game Rewards Club at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com. It's free and it's simple, so sign up today. Okay, we're back, man. Time flies by, like they say, when you're having fun. To to think we were just here for an hour and 45 minutes already. Uh, I'm anxious to come back again for the next time. So, Jordy, any time, man, that you need to take a day, uh, call up Brad, man. I'll come in and do the show. I lo- love being here. Uh, just cutting up a little bit with James. Uh, got crunch time coming up next and stuff like that. Uh, um, uh, mesh and Migas, Migas and Mesh, crunch time, Migas and Mesh, messing with my guy Migas back here, messing with James, man. It's just two, <laughs> two good quality guys, man. You know, uh, and listen, if you can't if you can't rib the next guy, guy you're working with, man, what are you doing? You know, you didn't create. You're not that. having fun. Yeah, you're not having fun. You didn't create a relationship with. Uh, you know, your co-workers, man, that should definitely be a fun. Uh, even RP3 came by. Uh, I, I tell him I don't want to get paid. I don't need to be paid, but he said he has to pay me now. So I, I appreciate it, RP3, man. Thanks for giving my info and uh, getting me taken care of. Uh, we're back, man, on the game, 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Um, uh, we want to bring up a little bit. I know last night or the night before, James was kind of I, I was I was aware they had the NBA lottery. Uh, d- didn't really see the results. Uh, uh, who who ended up with the first overall pick? It was actually the Orlando Magic oh, the that Magic. got it again. The, again. Yeah, the, this will be the fourth I, go around. Oh, I say again, but not like it's every year. But I know they had a few. Uh, who who have been Orlando? Do you have anything up on the on the lottery? Who have been Orlando's first round picks the first three uh, years? I mean, the first three times. It was Shaq, Shaq, yes, Chris Webber. Chris Webber. And uh, Dwight Howard. So Chris Webber, and then they did the trade right away? Chris Webber never played for the Magic, though, I huh? think so. I think, I think that's what they had done. And they traded him right away for somebody. Uh... But, yeah, they, th- this will be their fourth time getting the, f- the, the first overall pick. Uh, number two, it's going to be the OKC Thunder. They okay. have number two and number 13. Wow. That's love to have two top fifteen picks. That's pretty. That's yeah. pretty good. They got they got about a gajillion picks. So who is listed right now? Who are they projecting? I know we were talking about two guys the other day: uh, Chet Holmgren, uh, Jabari Smith. Yeah, uh, uh, Paulo Benchero. Oh, oh, he's good. That guy. That guy is good. Uh, Jaden Ivey's another one. Where did uh, Jaden Ivey play at? Jaden plays. Uh, at Purdue, or he played oh, at Purdue. Purdue. Yeah, I just sent the article with him. But he did a uh, they did an interview with him uh, yesterday. That's right. He had the Purdue on. Um, and Jabari Smith, if I'm correct, his dad played at LSU. Was that the seven footer that played at LSU? I think he was Jabari Smith as well. Uh, he was pretty good. They beat Arizona one year with Jabari Smith and Stromile Swift. Uh, I think his dad. I think that's the same kid I'm thinking about. Jabari Smith, the kid now played at Illinois. Auburn. Oh, Auburn. Yeah, Auburn for uh, Bruce Pearl. 
Yeah, he's he's about six, six ten. ten. Can shoot the three. He has an incredible jump shot. Can definitely see him working really well in the NBA with the pick and pops and uh, being able to rise up and shoot over uh, smaller defenders. Uh, and then, so Thunder got number two. The Rockets got number three. So the, one, two, and three. You're getting three. You're gonna get pretty much a pretty solid player if you can't go wrong with Smith. I, you know, I love Chet Holmgren. He's got to put on some weight. I was going to say, the only He's thing is, is put on he only weighs weight, 194 just, pounds. You know, anybody that just lands on his leg wrong, it seems like it'll break. You know, But he held up pretty well in the college game. I know you know they, they don't play the toughest of schedule at Gonzaga, but they're still playing pretty quality teams. And then you got the NCAA tournament. He held his own. But he's definitely got to put on some weight to be able to uh, withstand that 82-game, 100-game season with preseason and playoffs and stuff like that. And, and then uh, early on with the uh... – the summer league, summer league as well. You know, I don't look like a guy for Chet. Even if he would get drafted first or second to come in to me and impact the NBA right away, Jabari Smith. I look at him to do so because he's so athletic. Uh, and he can really step out and shoot the three ball really well. Uh, um, and and Panchero too, the guy that played at Duke. Uh, he is. I, I'd like him to come in and get some minutes early uh, in his first couple years, definitely. Uh, in the NBA, he just looked like a pro body already. He was real mature when he played at Duke, and uh, you know, just a solid player. And, and you know, you know, you got that Coach K stamp behind you. you yeah, know, you know, he's going to be on the U nineteen uh, uh, Olympic team, and he's going to be on this or that. Coach K looks out for his guys, man. Uh, and then, know. and then uh, the Pelicans they they didn't get the top four pick like people were hoping they wouldn't. They because of the Lakers trade and how stuff fell, they wouldn't be able to get five, six, or seven. But they did get the eight pick, so it, it's not it's still not bad of a pick. And right now, uh, some mock drafts do have uh, Johnny Davis out of Wisconsin. Oh, that's the kid's name I was telling speaking about earlier, Johnny Davis. Uh, he's from uh, the same town as my uh, good friend Michael Southall. They're from the same area, uh, and and Mike was clowning around saying that I, I could beat that kid one on one right now. And he's <laughs> a lottery pick, and you know just uh, but he's a good one too. His dad played in the NBA as well, so he kind of knows the uh, uh, the. Uh, uh, the setup of how it's going to go with the draft and everything like that and you know what's to be expected once you get on a team and uh, live in that NBA life. Uh, it's amazing now uh, the amount of money. It's always been a lot of money, you know, but just to think, look at player rosters, look at salaries, uh, you, know, you know, the worst guy on the team is getting a million now. You know, he gets a million for the year. I think yeah, the, the, four, the 14th, 15th is still making yeah. like two, three million a year. Yeah, the rebound guy during the warm-ups and, you know, uh, defensive guys during practice and stuff, those guys are really uh, – but that's just the nature of it. Uh, everybody's uh, sponsorships are up, ticket sales are up. Um, you know, you got to play the players more because they are the entertainment uh, that we love to watch and see and – uh, they're superstars, you know. You know, you look at it sometimes where, like, a guy has a bad playoff game. You know, uh, the James Harden, how they criticize him. Chris Paul, how they criticize him. You know, they, they had a bad day at work. You know, we look at it as a game, but they are getting paid millions. It was, it was just that one day. Just that one bad day at work, you know. He, he got up late and he was, you know, hit the traffic and it just was a, you know, whatever it was, it just so happens to be that they play basketball and shoot jump shots for work. And they just had a bad day at work. They're still great players. Uh, we didn't get to touch much about that. We should have talked about that Patrick Beverly. Uh, Patrick Beverly oh, quoting yeah. on a Chris Paul. And, and then uh, Danny Green going out. And then Danny Green and, and, uh, and Damian Lillard both going back at, uh, at, at Patrick Beverly. But Patrick Beverly is smarter than what we think. He has a reason 
for these statements. He has a reason. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of like the Jimmy Butler. It, he uses it as motivation in a, in a kind of weird, sick way. But uh, I told people <laughs> the other day, I, I, I'd have Patrick Beverly on my team. I'd want Draymond Green on my team. Uh, you got to have those gritty guys. A uh, 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 Marcus Smart, a Tony Allen when he was in the league kicking. You got to have those guys. One of those guys on your team. Uh, you know, to make you a complete roster to be a success. You got to have the guys to shoot it and put it in the goal and defend and stuff and uh, good point guards and uh, good rebounders. But, you know, the the gritty guy, the glue guy, uh, Patrick Beverly or Draymond Green, um, you know, you know, you got to have those guys to fill in out your roster. Uh, we're going to take a quick timeout, our last timeout of the two-hour, two-to-four uh, Jardy Holberg show, but we'll be back. You're listening to The Game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Your home for the LSU Tigers in Southwest Louisiana. The LSU Tigers will begin their final weekend series of the regular season with a three-game series at Villanova. First pitch is set for seven, and you can listen to all the exciting action live on the game. The Houston Astros, meanwhile, will return to take on the Texas Rangers. First pitch is scheduled for 7-10. And all the action can be heard on our sister station, News Talk 98.5 FM. And we're back, man. The last couple minutes of uh, the Jordy Holberg show every day, 2 to 4, on the game 103.7 Lafayette and 104.1 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Uh, I must have thanked you 10 times, James, but I appreciate it, man. Keep me on track. Uh, Go to for any information that we need right offhand. Uh, Anytime you're uh, hosting a sports show or uh, you you need a right-hand man, uh, to get you through it, you know. Uh, but I appreciate everybody over here at 1037 allowing me to come over, talk a little basketball. We had three great guests, Bobby Champagne, uh, University of Houston Director of Ops, uh, Danny Broussard, Hall of Fame high school coach in Louisiana at St. Thomas More, and coach slash trainer Amber Gregg uh, of 94 Feet Player Development. All three hosts were great. All three guests were uh, gracious enough to come on the show and speak a little bit about basketball camps and uh, uh, training camps and uh, Coach Champagne reminiscing about his uh, UL days when he was here as a coach and recruiting guys to come to UL and uh, you know Coach Champagne had a lot to do with the 2000 NCAA tournament victory. I mean uh, uh, birth uh, as well as the guys that he had brought in uh, accomplished uh, NCAA birth in 2004 and uh, uh, as well again in 2005. Um, we got one minute left on this great show today. Uh, one last time, I want to shout out uh, uh, Katieanna Biddy Basketball. If you get a chance, go over and register for the Summer League. It's a great way to get into the summer uh, basketball, get you ready for the uh, regular league, but it's all on AcadianaStars.com. And then all throughout the summer, the month of June and July, BradBoydBasketball.com, Shoot the Rock Basketball Camp Series, uh, two in June, June 9th, June 6th through the 9th, as well as June 20th through the 23rd. And then two in July, July 11th through the 14th is the regular camp, and July 11th through the 13th at 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. is the shooting camp. It's been fun. It's been great. We're on our way out. Glad you got time to spend with your boy, Brad Boy. Thanks again, as always. 1037 The Game, The Game 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. 